Good afternoon, everybody. This is Eric Sussman from the Institute of Financial Wellness doing our second uh, podcast, a video podcast, and we're super excited. We've got an excellent guest this afternoon. And, um, you know, the first podcast that we did, we talked a lot about a lot of things. We went, we gave an overview. And as many of you know, the Institute of Financial Wellness really provides valuable financial education for people at many different phases of their life. And we do things and, and we have a philosophy that there's no one size fits all in financial services. We Our, our motto is never say never, never say always. It depends. And we, 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 we believe that there are many, many good products and services, and it's just a matter of really connecting through a financial professional the right type of product or service with the person's needs, goals, and objectives. So uh, we're going to talk today and take a deeper dive into annuities. And we've got one of the best, most renowned people in the entire United States of America on this topic. Uh, his name is Tom Hegna. And Tom has been in the industry over 30, 35 years or so. He's, he was started out as a financial professional and he helped consumers make good decisions and learned a lot. He was one of the top performing uh, financial professionals for the company that he worked for. In addition to that, Tom uh, trained and developed others. He was so successful that his companies asked him to teach others how he went about doing what he was doing in terms of helping all of these consumers make good decisions. Then he worked for one of the biggest financial services companies in America, and he guided their strategy on retirement planning and uh, annuities was a big focus of his role there at this huge global company. So, uh, and, and lastly, just to show you the type of guy that Tom is, he was a, a he is a retired lieutenant colonel for the uh, United States Army. So he's he's a real well accomplished guy. He's serious, and we're we're very excited, and, and we feel grateful to have him on our podcast today. And the reason I brought up so many of those things is just to show you that you're really going to be hearing from somebody that's a very credible source. So thanks for being here, Tom. Uh, how are you doing today? Thank you, Eric. Doing great. Great, great. Um, so Tom, as I mentioned to you, you know, the, the goal of today is to really give an overview of annuities. And if I could just start off and just ask you, just generally speaking for the audience, tell us about the different types of annuities that exist. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, I don't sell any annuities. I don't sell any financial products. I'm a speaker and an author, so I don't have an agenda here. I own 11 annuities and I can tell you if they were bad products, if they were stupid products, I would own exactly zero of them. So annuities, you know, I don't know why they seem to be complicated. They're really not. There's only two types of annuities. There's immediate annuities that primary purpose is to provide income and there's deferred annuities whose primary purpose is to provide growth. Um, and within the uh, deferred annuity space, there are really three types. There's variable, there's fixed indexed and there's fixed. So it's, it doesn't have to be really that complicated, but um, the, the income annuities, the immediate annuities, their whole purpose is to provide income that you will never outlive and they can start right away or they can start in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And so really an annuity is the only product in the world that you can buy that will guarantee you will never run out of income. As long as you're breathing, those checks are coming. 
With the deferred annuities, the variable annuities, that's the one that maybe gets the worst press because the fees are high and the fees are higher than a mutual fund or a stock or a bond. But the reason is because they got guarantees that you won't lose all your money. So that's what variable annuities do. They give you literally unlimited upside. Uh, in 2020, there were hundreds of variable annuity subaccounts who were up over 20 and 30% after fees, which for me is good because I want to make as much as I can make, but I don't want to lose what I've already got. And that's what mutual funds can't do. That's what brokers and investment stocks and bonds, they can't guarantee you'll never run out of money, but annuity can. And then I own, uh, I own several fixed indexed annuities. Why? Well, there's the super uh, smart PhD by the name of Roger Ibbotson who studied fixed index annuities and he compared a 60% stock portfolio, 40% bond portfolio with a 60% stock and 40% indexed annuity portfolio. And he found that the second portfolio outperformed the first portfolio for the last 40 years and is likely to do so for the next 40 years. So even if people just move their bonds into a fixed index annuity, they're likely to do much better in retirement. And then I own multiple income annuities. Why? Because retirement's all about income. I want to be able to play golf, play tennis, play pickleball, take cruises, do whatever I want to do, regardless of what interest rates are doing or the market's doing or who's in the White House or who's in Congress, and annuities allow me to do that. Excellent. Well said, Tom. And uh, I think you pretty much covered this, but you know, if I had to summarize what annuities do for people, they give you a peace of mind that you're never going to run out of money. And that's really the unique feature of these products and 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 in the marketplace is, is that fair to yeah, say? Yeah, because see, here's the problem: we all have a certain amount of money, but we don't know how long we're going to live. And so, what do you do with that money? I mean, oh, what if the market goes down? What if I take out too much money? What if uh, my car breaks down? What if I need a new roof? And so, people live what I call a just-in-case retirement, and they don't touch their money. They don't touch their money. They don't touch their money. And I say, wait a minute. You told me when you retired, you're going to join the country club. You're going to buy new boats. You're going to go see the world. Have you done that? They say, <laughs> no, no. Interest rates are too low. The market's too volatile. Bitcoin crashed. So, they live this just-in-case retirement. Then they die. What happens to money? It goes to kids. Well, the kids do with it. They join the country club. They buy a new boat. They go see the world. And what I'm trying to tell people is I want you to join the country club. I want you to see the world. I do not want you to live a just-in-case retirement. And if you don't put an annuity in your portfolio, I don't know how you're ever going to do it. Because it's, it's as if the insurance company knew exactly when you're going to die. Now, they don't. But they know how long a thousand of us are going to live, almost to the exact day. And because they know how long a thousand of us are going to live, they can pay each and every one of us as though they knew exactly when we're going to die. And so some people only get a paycheck for a small period of time. Some will get it for you know, 30, 40, 50 years. But it's the only product that you can buy that will optimize income over the indefinite period of a human life. And Menachem Yari, a PhD, proved that back in the 1960s. Wow. And, you know, it's funny because I've, I've heard you speak, you know, as you know, I'm a certified financial planner. I own annuities. My mom owns annuities. I see all the benefits of annuities, but there's so much bad press out there about annuities. And I'm always scratching my head and, and really trying to understand why. Do you have a good answer? What do you think the reason that there's such bad press about these? Well, two reasons. Number one is in the past, there were some bad annuities. So I say annuities are not bad, but there were bad annuities. Uh, I think it's very hard to find a bad annuity now. But I mean, back in the day, there were annuities that had, you know, 10, 10% surrender charges, 20 year surrender charges, paid advisors, 10% commissions. Those were the bad annuities. They don't exist anymore. But the second reason is there's agendas that people have. And the people who come out, the, the people on TV and the radio say annuities are bad, they have an agenda. 
They sell mutual funds or they sell some type of other thing. And they, they try to claim that annuity fees are high. Well, I already said in variable annuities, that's true. The fees are higher because they got guarantees. But most annuities are not even fee products. A single premium media annuity is not a fee product. If you're guaranteed $2,000 a month for us of life, that's exactly what's going to hit your bank account. A deferred income annuity is not a fee product. If you're guaranteed $2,000 a month for us of life, that's exactly what's going to hit your bank account. A fixed annuity is not a fee product. A base fixed index annuity is not a fee product. They're called spread products. And so there's a, there's a total misconception. Everybody thinks annuities are bad because they say variable annuity fees are high. Well, they don't buy a variable annuity. But by the way, there are now variable annuities called registered index linked annuities. They're called structured annuities. They're a form of variable annuity that don't have fees. So if somebody doesn't want to pay fees, most annuities are not even fee products. And, and people don't realize that. I think what you said really resonated with me a lot, which is they have an agenda. A lot of people that say negative things about annuities, they might be selling videos, they might be selling mutual funds, they have an agenda and they're selling something that they are benefiting by saying something negative about one feature or, or one product or service. And again, uh, just to, to tout what the IFW is all about, is that's what we say is it depends, you know, never say never, never say always, it depends. For certain people, annuities are a great fit. And then, you know what, there are situations where annuities aren't a great fit. So talk to us about that. When when should people be open and, and think, you know, these are good products in these circumstances, but also let's talk about when they might not be appropriate. Yeah, so first of all, annuities, you should never put all your money in an annuity. You shouldn't put all your money any one place, okay? So let's get that on the table. But the second thing is, Everything I talk about is not my opinion. It's based on mathematical, scientific, and economic facts. So for all the people who say bad things about annuities, read read the works of Dr. David Babel from Wharton. Read uh, Dr. Moshe Malevsky from Toronto or Dr. Menachem Yari of Israel or Dr. Michael Finka, Dr. Wade Fow, uh, Dr. Robert C. Merton, Nobel Prize winner. So among economists and PhDs, it's unanimous that you need to put an annuity into your retirement portfolio. But let's talk about when they're not appropriate. They're not appropriate for money that you need prior to age 59 and a half, okay? You, you really, now you can get money out of an annuity and out of a 401k and IRA prior to 59 and a half without a penalty, but you gotta follow the rule of 72. So in general, you're not gonna use annuities for money you want prior to 59 and a half. You don't wanna put all your emergency money in annuity. If your house, you know, if you need a new roof, you don't want to have to cancel your annuity. So it should only be a, for a portion uh, of your portfolio, you know, and, and maybe super young people in their 20s and 30s because they got to buy a house. They got to pay for kids college. They got to pay for weddings. Annuities don't work for those kinds of things. Annuities are for retirement. It's for your retirement money. So any money that you have in an IRA, 401k, that type of thing that's for retirement, for what you need after age 59 and a half. That's where the annuity fits. You don't put all your money in annuity, but the, the, the simplest thing, Eric, is if most people just move their bond portfolio, because bonds are doing nothing. Bonds are earning one or 2% to the upside. And yet if interest rates go up, bonds can fall 20, 30, 40, 50, 60%. So bonds are not the place for your money right now. Just shift the bond portfolio into an annuity. That'd be the simplest thing that most people could do. That's great information. And uh, I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's very, very, interesting to hear that all these PhDs 
are mathematically making it certain that a certain portion, not everything, but a certain portion of people's money should be in, in those products or services. So, and, and the reason, Eric, is because the way that the annuity functions inside of a portfolio, it functions like a AAA rated bond because those checks are guaranteed as long as you're breathing. With a triple C rated yield, the payout rate is much higher than what you could get from a bond or a money market fund or a CD with zero standard deviation. It never fluctuates. So even the annuity haters that are out there say, wow, what if there was no annuities? But what if I could get you a AAA rated bond with a triple C rated yield with zero standard deviation? What do you think about that? Oh, I love that. Oh, man, that would be awesome. That's, well, that's exactly how the annuity functions inside of a portfolio. So, you know, the other thing I, I, I do some reading and, and, you know, Social Security uh, used to be something that many of us really depended on. And now there's a lot of concerns about the future of Social Security. And, and I think I agree with you that Social Security will be here um, for sure. All we got to do is move a few numbers around and it'll be here. But generally speaking, it's not necessarily enough. But talk about why Social Security is under such a strain and talk about why corporate pension plans are, are basically non-existent anymore. Well, the problem comes is that when you get the government or even major corporations and unions negotiating things, they never made adjustments for people living longer. Okay, so like the, most of these corporate pensions are still using 1940 or 1950 life expectancy tables. Well, people used to retire at 65 and die at 67. Well, now <laughs> they're retiring at 65. They die at 95 or 97 or 100. And so they didn't make adjustments like, you know, insurance companies that sell annuities. They've had to make adjustments and the payout rates today are lower than what they were 30 or 40 years ago. But the government didn't do that with Social Security and they didn't do that with corporate pensions. And so they became impossible to fund because they're, they're based on unrealistic expectations. So pensions were not bad. They were great, but they were they were almost too good because these unions would negotiate these high payout rates that were unsustainable. And so now because of that, most people don't have pensions and Social Security is having problems because they never invested that money. I mean, geez, why didn't they just take the money that came in on Social Security and invest it like any normal pension plan or, you know, you know, they have it diversified? No, they didn't do that. They spent all the money. And so there's a lot of reasons why there's problems. But I do believe Social Security will be there. I just think that for wealthy people, what's going to happen is that your Medicare premium is going to keep going up and up and up and mm -hmm. are eventually going to eat up most or all of your social security, but for poor people, that social security benefit will be there. Great. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I think of is, you know, people are often on misunderstanding annuities. I think it's fair to say that an annuity is nothing more than a privatized pension program. It's yeah, it, you're, mean, you're making your own pension. All a pension is, is a lifetime income annuity. All social security is, is a lifetime income annuity. It's a guaranteed paycheck for life. So when people say they hate annuities, they say, really? So you're telling me you're going to call the social security administration and cancel your social security checks because you don't like annuities. Are you really going to do that? You're going to call up the HR department and cancel your pension checks because you don't like annuities. I've never heard it. And they go, well, I guess we like those kind of annuities. It's just the insurance company annuities we don't like. I say, right. well, why is that? Well, because they got all those fees. And then I explained to them, most annuities aren't even fee products. They're called spread products. Right. If the insurance company does not make more than what they're paying you, they're going to lose money. It's not coming out of your thing. They have to they have to do better with your money than what, what they're paying you. Right. And that's hard to do, by the way, yeah. because of these mortality credits that they pay you. I mean, it's, it's incredible the payout rates of some of these annuities compared to what you're going to get from bonds or CDs or money market funds. Yeah. 
So, um, you know, the other thing, we, we always talk mathematics and, and we talk science, science, but one of the things that I've heard you talk about was some statistics about the quality of life that people were living that owned annuities and the peace of mind and, and that kind of thing. And it's just like, literally, they, they are more happy. And that's one of your books, you know? Oh, uh, absolutely. So, I mean, the Wall Street Journal, the headline, let me read you a headline from Wall Street Journal. The secret to a happy retirement is friends, neighbors, and a fixed annuity. And the <laughs> Wall Street Journal studied who are the happiest people in retirement. You know what they found? People surrounded by their friends, surrounded by their families who had guaranteed paychecks every single month. And then I always ask my audiences when I'm speaking, I say, who are the happiest people you know in retirement? Oh, it's your retired teachers, retired military, retired government, retired firefighters, retired uh, uh, postal people. It's people with pensions. See, study after study after study show people with pensions are much happier in retirement than people who don't have pensions. Happiness in retirement is tied to almost 100% to guaranteed lifetime income. Time Magazine found the same thing in Great Britain. Lifetime income stream key to retirement happiness. A new study in the land of Gropes reveals that retirees with a guaranteed lifetime income stream can find true happiness. Towers Watson, they're not even in the insurance industry, they wrote a whole white paper on happiness and, and, and annuities. And they found that every retiree, they looked at old, young, rich, poor all retirees were happier if they had guaranteed lifetime income. But now the research shows is not only you're going to be happier, you're going to live longer. Mm -hmm. uh, Free Economics did a study. It's actually a University of Chicago study that studied people who bought income annuities versus people who didn't. And you know what they found? The people that bought the income annuities lived longer than the people that didn't. Here's what the research shows. Research shows that people who buy annuities tend to live longer, and not just because they're the kind of people that have the money to buy annuities to start with. It's apparently that little extra incentive of the annuity payout that keeps people going. <laughs> uh, Patrick Trickery is an attorney. He wrote an article in the Journal for Financial Service Professionals, and he found that a 65-year-old male in the United States who buys a life annuity can expect to live about 20% longer than a 65-year-old male who does not. And the whole rest of the article explained why people who have guaranteed income tend to live longer. They have less stress. They don't worry. And because they're being paid to live, guess what? Many of them choose to live differently. They watch what they eat. They exercise. They call a doctor when they're not feeling well. And all these dumb, stupid things tend to cause them to live longer. Now, I told you this was new research. There's nothing new about this. Annuities have been around for thousands of years. The Roman Empire issued annuities. See, running out of money has been the number one concern of people ever since there's been people and there's been money. And, and annuities, the only product in the world you can buy that will guarantee you'll never run out of money. And so even um, back in 1811, Jane Austen wrote the book Sense and Sensibility. And in chapter two, it talks about how people live forever when there's an annuity to be paid to them, you know, and that that they, 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 the, the checks just keep coming and coming and there's no getting rid of it. She wrote that in 1811. So there's nothing new about this. And, and if you talk to any life insurance executive of a company, they'll tell you they have a different uh, life expectancy for life insurance products and annuity products because people who buy annuities live longer. People who buy life insurance tend to not live as long. And so uh, it's, it's just a crazy world out there. But these are facts. They're not opinions. I don't sell annuities. I just own them and I love them and I get checks every single month. And I love that. Yeah. And I tell you, uh, you know, again, um, I've been in the business a long time as well. And knowing that uh, what, what the benefits are, my mom owns tons of annuities and she's completely happy. And today's her 74th birthday, as a matter of fact, and she's doing well, she's happy and God willing, she's going to live till you know, 100 years old. 
Um, so, you know, I, I support them for my family as well. Again, like you said, they're not appropriate in every single situation, but certainly these people out there, the TV personalities and, and so forth, uh, it's, it's not right. And I'm on a, on a mission to provide proper education to people through the Institute. And I know that you're passionate about bringing to light these things and, and really making sure that people understand the pros and cons of all the different products and services that are out there. Um, last thing before we, we, we get some clothing, closing thoughts from you, Tom, what are the, you know, a lot of people get, they meet with financial professionals, they meet with financial advisors. What are the types of advisors that you believe are the appropriate people to engage with? And is there any particular advisors that you think, you know, you might want to shy away from? Well, I think it's, it's different for what stage of life that you're in. So if you're younger, you know, you can work with an investment uh, specialist. But once you get in your 50s and 60s and 70s, you should really be working with somebody who specializes in retirement and specifically retirement income and the risks of retirement. Because you'll hear all these people that say, oh, I'm a fiduciary. I must do what's in the best interest of my clients. But they don't believe in annuities. They don't believe in life insurance. They don't believe in long-term care insurance. Well, that's ridiculous. I would never give them a, a minute of my time because they're obviously not fiduciaries. I call them fake fiduciaries because they're not acting in the best interests of your uh, of their clients. Because how can you retire without having any money in annuities, life insurance, and long-term care? That will be a suboptimal retirement. Again, I don't sell any financial products. I don't care if you buy them or not. But the research is clear. You need to have a plan for long-term care. The most efficient way to leave money to your children is don't leave any money. Leave life insurance. So spend your money. Leave them life insurance. Put a big chunk of your money into annuities so you get these guaranteed paychecks and playchecks that will never run out and you can actually enjoy your retirement. So look for advisors who specialize in retirement income who will who will sell any product that's appropriate to you. They will use whatever product. If an ETF is right or a mutual fund or an annuity or long-term care or life insurance, they don't take anything off the plate. That's who I would deal with. And then I'd look for letters behind their name. Do they have good training? You know, do they have good ethics? You should probably interview two or three of them. And when you find one that clicks with you, that's the person. And don't be afraid to ask other successful people around you who they are using. Because if they're successful, they're financially successful, they probably are not doing stupid things with their money. And that, those would be just some of the tips I would say. That's great. That's great information. And, and um, you know, Give us, give us some closing thoughts. Um, you know, we, we, we've been on now for uh, 20 minutes or so, 25 yep. minutes. Give us some clo closing thoughts about your perspective, not only on where things are today, but how these annuities may play a role in the future as well. Well, I, I think there's never been a more important time for people who either right before or right after retirement to look at these products. Because look, the stock market's near an all-time record high. Interest rates are near all-time record lows. We know when the market's at all-time record highs what the next move typically is. It's not necessarily hitting new highs every single day. I mean, at some point, the funny money is going to stop. The printing's going to stop. The, the bond purchases are going to stop. And there's going to be a taper tantrum again. And this market is going to fall. And what people don't realize is the European stock market has been down for over 20 years. The Japanese stock market has been down for over 30 years. We have all lived through a time when the market did nothing for 10 years. And so what I'm saying is just be very careful. Lock in some of those gains. I'm not saying take all your money out of the market. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying 
only a leave in the market what you can afford to lose. And if there's money in there that you say, man, if this thing went down 40 or 50%, my retirement would be screwed, then you don't want to have all that money in the market. Or if you do, you want to have it into some type of annuity that gives you the upside, but protects you from the downside. Because it's the downside risk that is high right now because markets are all time highs you know markets go up and down you're supposed to buy low sell high markets high now would be the time i think to capture some of those gains lock in those gains put it in a product where you can still get some upside but you're protected from the downside on at least a portion of your money you know 40 24 30 40 50 percent uh, i don't think is is uh, inappropriate for looking at some guarantees that's great. And then, you know, you talked about something, it brought something to mind. Um, we call it a volatility buffer in the financial world, but really it's nothing more than a safe place to take money when the markets are down. And that, I think, goes into what annuities can do. Um, in a nutshell, and this is for our viewers, not for you, uh, you already know this, Tom, but if, if you're all in the market and you're 60, 65, you're nearing retirement, and by some chance we have one of these corrections and the only money you have to use is the money that you have invested in the market. Well, guess what? You're going to do what everybody tells you not to do. You're going to sell when the markets are down and you could really decimate your entire retirement portfolio. And that happened to a lot of people in 2008. So I think it's very important to be aware of that. That's something that we spend a lot of time on our webinars about. So uh, Tom, you're talking about it. I just wanted to, to drive that point home. And yeah, it's called it's called sequence of returns risk. If people don't understand it, I said it's going to wipe out the retirements of tens of millions of baby boomers. Most of them don't even know what it is. And the problem is when the market's down and you sell, then none of that money can ever grow back. So markets go up and down over time. They always go up. But if you're selling when it's down because you have to, none of that money grows back. And that can put the portfolio into a death spiral pretty quickly. All right. Well, Tom, uh, I can't thank you enough for, for the, the, the time that you spent with us. You truly are passionate. You truly are an expert. Uh, I think so many of our, of our listeners and our audience members are going to really, really benefit from, from this discussion that you and I have had. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to continuing the conversation with you and helping to spread the good word about products such as annuities and other products that are out there. So thanks, Tom. Get back to your golf game. The money's coming in. You got your annuities. Life is good. Thanks, Eric. All right. Be well.